so we don't have intro music. So. Whoa, that was great. Wow, the, don't you just love live music? Good in Very good intro. Oh, I love it. We'll put it in post. Well, welcome to the first ever episode of 13 Feet and Counting. I'm Jake. You can find me at JakeyJakeIsGreat at Instagram. Hi, I'm I'm Jonah. I'm Jake's roommate. I don't use social media. You can follow him on Twitter at SummerBlackbird. I won't respond unless you're good looking, probably. I don't know. I don't know if you can afford that. Yeah. I don't. I'm, I'm okay looking. I'm alright. So, I'm alright. No, you're pretty, pretty good looking. But let's start somewhere. Yes. It's our first episode. Yes. I feel like we have to let the world know a little bit about us. So my first what? question to you, Jonah, you is not? what's something that just like pisses you off? Just, just what pisses? It could be something tiny. Off. It could be something passion, like you're passionate about. Just what's something that really gets under your skin? What grinds my gears? Exactly. People chewing with their mouth open. Okay. That gets me. Yeah. How often would you say you encounter that? It's not that often, but when it does, it's like, what are you doing, mm. man? What are you doing out here? I, I can't say it, like, upsets me. Well, it doesn't make me angry, but mm -hmm. it makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, like, I'm not going to get violent. I'm not going to start throwing knives at people, but I'm just it, just... it just It's like a little pet peeve. That's annoying. It's just something that you notice, and you just, like... And then like, you can't stop. Yeah. Exactly. Something that really pisses me off is just people that litter, and you just see that all yeah, over yeah, this state. Yeah, that's me. I, that triggers me. That actually makes me angry. I just, it's people treating the world like it's a garbage can. Mm -hmm. It's just so selfish. When I, yeah, when I see somebody throw something out the car window, I want to get violent. I just don't understand, like, how prevalent it is mm -hmm. in this state. Especially. It is crazy because like you taught your entire life like littering is bad and like to not do that and people are just like eh, I'm just gonna do it anyway. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, one thing that I noticed or rather I didn't notice was when we were in North Carolina, mm -hmm. I never noticed trash. Just like. Yeah, I guess that's true. There's I didn't some... see anything like in the street. I, I didn't see anything on the side of like the highway when we were driving. Or on the beach or anything. Yeah, the beach was clean too. I don't know, maybe North Carolina is just nicer than Delaware. Well, that that's kind of the whole, like, the North is, like, more, I don't want to say selfish necessarily, but, you know, if you're from the North, there's the stereotype that you keep to yourself more and you just do you just do you. But in South Carolina or, like, just the South, where I'm from, I, you know, people are a little bit more open, I guess. Mm. Like, I don't know. Like, one thing that you don't see up here is, like, whenever we drive by somebody in the south, you know, you just wave a little bit. I, it's never a thing up here. Yeah, that's true. I don't, we, we haven't even met our neighbors or anything yet. No. I don't think I've ever said hi to anyone here. I think that has to do with us just being shy little bastards, though. Yeah, that's probably... Let's let's blame the people. Let's yeah. Let's blame everyone right. else. We're not the problem. We're not the problem. No. Definitely not. But going back to, like, the North and the South, like, stereotypes... The South will rise again. I think... <laughs> no. Yeah, but... You don't know. It's weird because although it's, like, people, like, wave and stuff and they seem nicer in the South... Mm hmm I've never seen, or I don't remember seeing people like trying to give me the right away like they do here. Like how people will just stop in the <laughs> middle of the road and wave me by. Yeah. And it's like, that's yeah. not how you drive. Yeah. People are weird. People are really weird with driving. They're just not good at it. It's like, no matter where you go, you're going to find people that are. That's the thing, right? I mean, if if everybody else can't drive, it takes a it takes a it's real man. Else it takes a problem. real man to recognize that you are the one that can't drive. Yes. 
I consider myself a good driver. I've never been in an accident, knock on wood. But at the same time, I know I can be a terrible driver. Mm-hmm. Well, you're like kind of blind sometimes. Oh, I'm very blind. So. Especially, I can't believe you guys let me drive at night <laughs> yeah. and in the rain. You, you started driving and I was like... Is this safe? Because you, <laughs> yeah. you almost were, like ran right over that like. No, I, thing. that I knew that was there. Yeah, okay, okay. From from the outside, it looked from like you, you were just like I'm just gonna hop this no, real quick. I knew that median was there, okay, but that was okay. when we were driving down, mm-hmm. and it was raining and stuff. And then you guys were like, "All right, get in there." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> you <laughs> your sure? funeral." Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think about that at all. But you did it. Yeah, no, I, even despite my limitations, I consider myself a pretty decent driver, and I'm pretty confident behind the wheel, I would say. That's good, that's good. I I have never been in an accident in the eyes of the law. The eyes of the law, would you like to clarify that? No, I would not. I've been pulled over one time, doing 35 and a 25, because I'm a gangster, (laughs) and I got a warning. What? Well, where were you doing the uh, 35? Like, was it like a residential area or neighborhood? Rolling into Townsend. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, Townsend is this tiny little town. This this Delaware is just full of speed traps. Yeah, they are. You will run into a town and suddenly the speed limit will drop from 55 to 25 in a matter of 100 feet. Like Odessa, especially. Odessa is really bad. It's like down a hill too. Oh yeah. it goes 55, and then it goes down the hill, and then at the bottom of the hill, it's a 35. So you got to break on the way down the hill, which is really dumb. But yeah, there's there's usually a cop sitting right there. Yeah. That's really dumb. And I find that really peculiar, because on Route 1, the speed limit's like 65, but everybody's yep. going 80, Everyone's and the cops going, don't yeah. care at all. Yeah, it's weird. But the cops will pass you. Like, they don't <laughs> yeah. care. Yeah, it's fun. It's like a little agreement everyone has. It's like our little autobahn. It is. You just go whatever you feel like going. Do you think that states or just the country in general should have roadways like the autobahn? Like where you don't have a speed limit? Mm. Because at like being an individual and like trusting myself, I'm like, hell yeah. We deserve that. We deserve a road where we can just go how fast we want to. But at the same time, I know other people. Yep. And literally, you can't get on 95 without like getting stuck in traffic because somebody just flipped their car or something mm-hmm. stupid like that. Mm-hmm. I I personally would not drive like over 80 because I think my car would fall apart. He, Jonah's car, for some background, it, it's... 24 years old. It's as old as you are. She's beautiful. She is a hunk of junk. No! You're wrong! She's lovely. Her name is Mariah. Her panels are falling off. Her panels are falling off. She makes weird noises whenever you make a sharp left turn. Sometimes. 200 something thousand miles. Yeah, but she's got character. I mean, I'll give her that. Yes, she does. She She has Bluetooth on her radio, but I think that's definitely not factory. That's not factory. (laughs) She's, you know, she's had a little work done, but, you know, she's still looking young. All, all beautiful women have yes. work done. Yes, for sure. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely something you're not supposed to say. Yeah. She's got great seats, very comfortable, very large. She, It's like you're actually sitting on a couch, which is yeah. something that you won't it's get dope. in, like, it's dope. In today's vehicles. Yeah. 1997 Grand Marquis. Very, very nice. Got a... V8 for some reason. I don't know why. It is the most inefficient V8 out there, for sure. She doesn't... She might have been fast at some point. I don't know. By the time I got her, she was not. But Mm -mm. She serves me well. Does a very good job. It was your granddad's car, right? It was my granddad's car, yeah. I I remember when I was a kid, he would drive us around in that car a lot. That's interesting. Yeah. And then he got a new car and was like, I don't need this. And then that was when I was starting to drive, so he was like, here you go. I was like, woo. Were you excited when you got that car? Yeah. I was, I'll was. i take a free car. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care true. what it looks like. Decent you, your brother mileage. got a free car, too. The Corolla? Jake, what? Yeah, Jake got a Corolla from some friends at church. 
that we're getting rid of it. Which that 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 car is a hunk of junk. That car was a hunk of junk when we got it. It was a stick shift too, right? It was a stick a shift. Manual. I'm pretty sure it was a stick shift. Yeah, and it was not good. It was not good. It's just an old Corolla, and like it just everything started falling apart. Mm. I mean, like the, I think the heater went, the power steering went. There's just a there's a bunch of issues with it. It really wasn't safe at all, but we made it. We made it out alive. That's surprising. Yeah, but hey, man, 24 I'm years later, Mariah's still still smooth as ever. Smooth as yeah. ever. I'm surprised we didn't have any trouble with the van we took to Dan. North Carolina. Yeah. Dan the van. Dan the van. That's just that's Josh's love child right there. Yeah, it's my other brother. Jonah comes from a large family. Yeah, Larger. Yeah. Right, so there's my older brother Jake, and then me, and then my younger brother Josh, and then my younger sister Lydia, and then my younger, younger, younger brother Justin. So Dan is Josh's car. If you want to keep up with my lore. <laughs> the Jonah lore. The Jonah lore. Yeah, it's Dan the van is Josh's car, and we took that bad boy all the way down to Wilmington, North Carolina for a little vacation. Little vacation for the for the homies. It's very nice. It was nice, but it also was a terrible drive. That drive Down, was yeah. terrible. That was garbage. That was really bad. The GPS said <laughs> arriving in four hours, and I swear to God, it said arriving in four hours for at least four hours. Yeah, like, it, it was terrible. We, he's got to stop using that GPS. That thing is. It I don't w- think it's been updated in years. We literally, we would have the GPS on. Mm-hmm. And then we would put on our eye or like our cell phones, mm-hmm. and it would be an hour difference. Yeah, like the GPS had <laughs> no idea what it was doing, <laughs> but we made it. We and made it okay. I'm just like a lot of, a lot of traffic and rain. But yeah, we made it. but the other van, which we <laughs> we took a road trip from Florida all the way up to Delaware because we had to do a car swap, mm-hmm. and that van was like I didn't it didn't feel any different from Dan the van but the van yeah I think it's like I think it's like the Ford version of the Chrysler Town and Country I think that's what it is uh huh so it's like it's basically the same thing but it's just like a different company made it Mm. I think that's what it is I don't know I don't heck know stuff but, but yeah, that 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 didn't make it. I was pleasantly surprised that we didn't have a blowout like we did with the one we took from Florida. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. anti Dan the van. Yeah, <laughs> nega Dan the van. Nega Dan the van. Yeah, we got from Florida to Maryland, maybe. No, we didn't even make it to, we Maryland. Didn't even make it to Maryland. We were either just rolling in or like mm-hmm. just going through Virginia. Or, cause we 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 still had a few hours left. Yeah, and we I, were. I remember because that's when I started driving. It was raining uh-huh. and it was cold because yeah. it was freaking January. Yeah, it was nighttime, our, cold, raining, and the heckin' tire blew. The back back left driver's side back tire. Yeah, that thing was it just gone. blew. It sounded like a helicopter was flying over us, mm-hmm. and then it finally blew up and it blew the back tail light out with it. I don't even know how that happens, but it just had to have exploded so violently that mm-hmm. a piece of rubber flew and just nailed it. I don't know how else it could have happened, but yeah, and that was tragic. I mean, that we we were sucked. on the left side of the road with all these semi trucks blasting by us, and mm-hmm. then we had to we had to get it under the overpass, which was probably like two hundred feet ahead of us, yeah. and then. I was in pajamas, and since our since our tail light went out and it was nighttime, the blinkers it was it just looked like we were turning. Yeah, yeah. So we, we had someone stand behind the car. Yeah, I was like, standing behind yeah, the car. You guys guy. jacked it up, and you were able to get the tire off, and you put the other one on, but the jack got stuck. The jack got stuck. And it, what happened was, is that the bottom of the van was so rusted out that the jack got jammed in it. It just fell apart. 
like we we did it where you were supposed to put the jack like we did we did everything right but the car just just didn't just didn't want to work with just us couldn't handle it and so not you both of you like you guys were twisting pulling kicking uh-huh. every which way and then i you guys told me to come over there and i just bring out the big guns yeah hell big yeah. boy hell yeah ape strength hell yeah all I, all I did was I just did some little leverage. Like, I just, instead of pushing away right. from it, I, I think, just pulled it towards me. you're a smart guy? Yeah? <laughs> you're a smart guy? Smart enough to get the jack out. <laughs> yeah, right, I'll, I'll give it to you. And then we, so we, in a defeated state, we used our little donut wheel to get over to the rest stop. Yeah, we limped over to the rest stop. And I took, like, a mini shower in yeah, the sink because we were sink. all muddy. Cause like that was hilarious. There was no shoulder on the left side. It was just kind of. It was just yeah. It was. I dirt. don't think there was a shoulder on any side, or maybe there was. There was. But a, there we was picked probably the left because shoulder. we didn't want to be changing the tire. Like in yeah, the, we didn't want to change the side. That's what it was. Towards the road, which is a smart thing to do. Yeah. But it was still like felt. Yeah, it felt yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah. It was. We were all muddy, and I was in my pajamas and took a little shower, cleaned myself. Oh my god, get a little closer. Cleaned myself up, got back on the road, and it took us like four hours or something to get from Virginia back home because I had to drive stupid slow because we had the donkey tire on. Mm-hmm. And that was, yeah, we got back and the the brake light was or the tail light was just hanging by a thread. Yeah, literally by the wiring. <laughs> we didn't care anymore. We just parked I'm it. So left. Surprised that we never got pulled over. It was literally just hanging probably that entire time. Yeah. And we couldn't get it. We like we didn't drive over like 55 miles no, an hour because I, we I had the donut. I did cruise control at 55 and just said, that's that's all we got. Which was, it was probably the smartest thing to have you driving because if I was driving, I was going to go over 55. <laughs> and if Josh was driving, he'd do it too. Yeah, I'm, I usually drive pretty slow. But yeah, that was that was bad. That was really bad. That was fun, and we got a we got a well, good meme out of it over. because looking back on it, looking back, it's hilarious. It was pretty funny. <laughs> it's but. just, I just when we first pulled over, you guys just had me go like piss off somewhere, and so I just <laughs> took out my phone and made a Snapchat in the middle Dude, of the darkness. I didn't see that Snapchat until like the day after, because when we got home, I was just pissed and I went to bed. And I woke up and watched it. I was dying. I got so many messages after, like, filming that. It was so funny. All I did was, like, it was pitch black and you could barely see me. But I was just, like, we out here on I-95. And just cars were just blasting by me. Uh-uh. Yeah. It, you, like... You, you always see it happening, but you never expected it to like happen to you. Yeah, you never think it's going to be you until it is. Mm-hmm. Thank God we had the tire changing kit, right? Tragic. Yeah, my I think my dad got it already. Yeah. Shout out to my dad. He's a homie. Yeah. It's a real one. A man's man right a there. A man's man. He is a, he is a Joe Fix-It. Literally named Joe. Literally named Joe. Yeah, he, Which is funny because my dad is also named Joe. My dad is also named Joe. And then you have a brother named Jake. Yep. And we were born on the same day. Yes. And so was Josh. Yes. Josh, the three of us share a birthday and it's pretty crazy. There's some more lore for you. There's yeah. another lore drop for those uh, those taking notes. <laughs> we're going to quiz you at the end of this, so yeah. just keep... It's open, open notes, but... Still do your best. So, yeah. <laughs> when we were driving back from North Carolina, we decided to go to KFC. Yes, we did. Oh, I'm glad you're bringing this up. Yeah. This is a this is this a good is topic. a very personal topic. It's to a me. very important topic to most of America. It's very, very hotly debated. So, we have the standard sandwich. And that is Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is a just, it's the baseline, it's you know? The baseline it's the baseline chicken sandwich. It's yes. delicious. Yes. But it's also, it, it has room for improvement. It kind of relies on the sauce. It does rely on the sauce. Just eating a plain Chick-fil-A sandwich. Like, you just don't do it. You don't do it. Unless yeah. you're like a lunatic. 
I guess. I don't I've never met anyone that eats a Chick-fil-A sandwich without any Chick-fil-A sauce. It's just you don't do it. It's unheard of. The other hand to that is Chick-fil-A, usually what I've come to find is the chicken breast itself vary in size. Oh, a lot. You go down to Florida and they're massive. Yeah. And then in Delaware, like the bun will be bigger than it. And you're like, what's happening? Here? Yeah. That, How did this that, happen? That is probably just uh, like where they're buying it from. Yeah. You, they'd probably... I, but regardless, so when Popeyes came out with their chicken sandwich, yeah. mm-hmm. people were literally killing each other for it. Like it was, that was that is some crazy stuff. People were stabbing each other <laughs> to get a taste of this freaking chicken yeah. sandwich. And I remember when it came out, I was like, I was in boot camp, and so. You just hear about this sandwich and people stabbing each other for mm-hmm. it, and then you're like, "I gotta try it." Oh my god! There's a Popeyes on base. I have to try the sandwich. I never got to because got literally every time that you would be on base Liberty, everybody else is on base Liberty, so everybody else is buying everything, yep. and you don't feel like standing in line the entire hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can buy a chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. But when I did try the chicken sandwich, I. I really liked it. I mm-hmm. thought it was better than the Chick-fil-A sandwich. But it also, like, there is no definitively better sauce to put on it at Popeye's. Mm-hmm. Like, they have good sauce. Yeah. They have, like, the Mardi Gras mustard and all that stuff. But it's just not the same. It's just not as good. No, but. No, no, they, they got nothing that is even in the same league as Chick-fil-A sauce. So. The sandwiches themselves, the Popeyes reign supreme, but the sauce, if you don't have the Chick-fil-A sauce, then what good is the sandwich? Mm-hmm. So they're basically on a level playing field. Yeah. And so bringing it around back to KFC, we had had we had received insider intel that the KFC chicken sandwich was like just as good, if not better, than Popeyes. Mm-hmm. I heard better. Right. I heard it was the best chicken sandwich. And so we order the sandwiches. Yep. We sit down. You know, get the fries too. Their mm-hmm. fries, honestly, I thought the fries were better than most I, fast food restaurants. They're like crispy and I, I guess I like the fries that are like flaky and stuff mm-hmm. more than I like just like the skinny little pencil penis fries that <laughs> McDonald's gives you. I don't. Hot take. McDonald's fries are garbage. I agree. I mean, like, when you're in the moment, you're like, man, these fries are pretty freaking good. But after that, or like, I mean, they they have no, you just get like this aftertaste and it's uh-huh. like, I just never feel good after eating McDonald's, period. But I'll, I'll, you know, I'll swing by McDonald's every now and then. I mean, you know, just, I will little, too. Just I'll relapse. Mm-hmm. I'll just grab a freaking Big Mac every now and then. And I'll, I'll grab like 20 it. nugs. That's I mean, thing, I'm a man. fat kid at heart. I can't deny it. And a lot of food on the cheap. That's what McDonald's is good for. Yeah, it's not quality; it's quantity. Exactly. At McDonald's, and I'm not ashamed. The nuggets are delicious, and you get sure. a lot of them. Yes, so sure. I mean, I don't, I can't, I can't be mad at somebody that likes McDonald's, but I just personally can't like do that often. Because I will literally just end up shooting myself. <laughs> well, yeah, you shouldn't eat there often. But, <laughs> you know, every now and then. But back to the KFC sandwich. Yes. It was just okay. Like, it yes. wasn't great. It wasn't good. It was seasoned. Like, I felt out of all the chicken sandwiches, it was seasoned the best. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't really like the seasoning. Which is I, weird. I, I think it was just very, like, it, it was solid. It was just, I, I enjoyed eating it. I didn't love it. I thought it was, you know, better than, I don't know, your average, like, McDonald's burger or whatever. It was better than, like, I think it's, I haven't been to KFC that often. But I think it's just, it's better than there's normal I haven't been chicken. to KFC often either. The first, like, that was the first time we went to KFC, or at least that's the first time I went to KFC and at least, like, five years. Yeah, the, la- the last time I went, which was, like, a year before this time, I had the, the poops for a week. 
Yeah. No. Which, like that's just a that's a thing. That's just a thing. That's yeah. the KFC craps. And it was it was bad. It was really bad. I went to we went to a one of them Taco Bell KFC mashups. Never again. Yeah. Learned from my mistakes. You know what? We've had Taco Bell recently. Like I, I never ate at Taco Bell, but re- like within the past year, <laughs> within the past year, I have had like a three hundred percent intake increase. Yeah. Of Taco Bell, and I hate myself for it because <laughs> it's not good. Like it's just it's it's the McDonald's of Tex Mex. Mexi- Mexican McDonald's. And it's terrible. And it's like. In the moment, I feel good when I eat it. And I'm like, this is okay. Like, this is satiating my hunger. Yeah. And then after, immediately, it's just like, I'm, I want to die. I just no. don't feel good. I'm not crazy about Taco Bell either. But low-key. Low-key. Jake told me to get the... Not you, Jake. The other Jake. My brother, Jake. Told me to get these things. I don't remember what the heck they were. They're like the Chipotle chicken. They're like something. on the value menu. They're these it's tiny like little a things. Dollar. And it's like it's like there's nothing on it. It's literally like mostly tortilla, and there's like no meat on it. But yo, that thing, that thing was fire. That thing was so good. If they had like a a big version of that, like a full size taco of that, I would go to Taco Bell a lot, bro. That is saying something. Yeah. Because you don't like you. That thing is you so vowed good. never to go to Taco I Bell. I hate Taco Bell. Taco when Bell we, is we had a terrible experience in a drive-through where it literally took forty-five minutes to get like a crunch wrap. Yeah. I felt so bad after that. It was horrible. That was dark. That was. But dark you time. saying that. Yeah. That says something. That. It was so good. It was so good. It was just yeah. I don't. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Cause I I can't like I don't want to overhype it. I don't want to overhype it. But whatever the heck it was, the Chipotle thing. It was like a Chipotle chicken. Yeah. Like, it's on the value menu, mm-hmm. like a dollar or something like that. Yeah. There's no meat on that thing. You can eat it in one bite if you wanted to. But that yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. That's all for, for college kids, it's definitely yeah, a, yeah. it's a steal. Oh yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day. Who's who's Taco Bell marketing to? They're not marketing no. to like freaking thirty year olds. Not marketing to the one like, percent, if you know what I mean. <laughs> if you know what I mean. I don't know what you mean, oh. honestly. Oh, okay. Well, never mind then. I guess whatever. <laughs> is my chair squeaking? If it is, why do you keep squeaking it? Because <laughs> <laughs> I keep doing it on accident. Because I'm fidgeting. I think Are you nervous? Up. I'm a little nervous. I've never done a podcast before. I've only done. A couple in my time and tell me about your podcast experiences we'll get back to the chicken sandwiches i think we'll get back no we didn't sandwich. there's still more to be said okay but we're gonna put a pin in that hang tight podcast experience well yeah. my podcast experience has been lackluster thus far mm-hmm. and but that's it's for a multitude of reasons, I would say. Well, where, One, where, where, where do you podcast? Where do you podcast? Well, I'm not going to name Bla- I'm not going to name blast okay, where I podcast, <laughs> but I have. I forgot I, you were going to be negative about it. <laughs> I have been interning at this podcast place that mm-hmm. is local, and they have a really good mission statement. Which is they? No, they, that's, that's more. No, no, it's yeah. fine. They basically. They're a local podcast, and mm-hmm. they want to promote local business, and that is a very admirable goal. Yeah, that's cool. And I'm 100% behind it, but the way that they go about it is just so backwards, because instead of like doing research on the topics that they're talking about, or instead of doing research on the businesses that they're interviewing, it's really just more of a word-of-mouth thing. And so however these businesses get on the podcast, rather than the host of the show like knowing anything about them... It's just random topics. And it usually always goes back to being spirited. Not spiritual, not religious, or anything like that. The host makes it very clear. Because instead of being 
like spirited to the the hosts of this podcast essentially just means cool so if you're spirited you're cool you're cool but that's not what the podcast should be about not the not not this one because it's supposed to be promoting the business so mm-hmm. rather than like talking about like oh like spirited right like you're cool like keep you pass this vibe check bro instead of being like that it should be like you're talking about what what is this business plan to do and like how like how are you reaching out to your customers and like i i went to your i went to your restaurant or i went to your store and i tried this out and Mm -hmm. i really like this can you tell me more about this or like what's like something that you're planning to have on your menu or something or like how did you get there how has your business gotten to where it is now so it's I'm, not like that at all. I'm be honest. I haven't listened to it. You said it was. Garbage. I hope you don't listen yeah, to it. You came home angry and said it was garbage. So it's like I'm just I'm just not waste my time. I well, that's really so. what this podcast comes to. Is like yes. I felt so <laughs> offended working on the podcast that I was working on that I just felt like I could come and do it better, and here we are. Here we are sitting in the kitchen slash dining room area of our two-bedroom apartment it's not really a kitchen this is well, kind it's of not a really table. a dining room this is kind of a table in our living room but it's nice and i also just wanted a platform to kind of just talk yeah. because i'm really not a person that talks and i want to try to have some kind of way to just I don't know if meeting people is the right way to put it, but mm. I just want a way to kind of show people that I'm not just a six foot four bitch face, like, cause I, I'm, I, I'm not, all right, I'm not cool, but like, You're I'm cool. not a loser. You're cool. Like I, I want to meet more people and I yeah. want to talk to people and I want to, I want to, one thing that I, I've, had a lot of reflecting like I, I i've noticed that i try not to develop an opinion like i try to like stay in the middle and it's good mm-hmm. to stay in the middle sometimes but at the same time if you don't lean towards one side you're not really making any friends don't have a lot because say, like yeah. if i don't identify with one side and mm-hmm. then they start talking to me but then i start raising points like I, I, it's just like I'm playing the devil's advocate. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, you might have a point, but this guy said this, yep. and that kind of makes sense. And then it just sounds like I'm being an asshole and trying to prove him wrong. But really, mm-hmm. I, I'm just the type. I'm the type of person that tries to like take in both sides of the story and then find out what is the right thing. Yeah. Which is, I think, smart. But yeah, yeah, at the same time, smart. you're not making any friends, and you're not like. Because if you have an opinion, then you say your opinion. Mm-hmm. But if I haven't developed my opinion yet, yeah. So I got you. I got you. Yeah. I can. I can. I can relate to that. I'm. I'm not too heavily opinioned on, opinionated on many things. I am heavily opinionated on the Star Wars prequels. They're amazing. Okay, so that's what side you're taking. That's going to take a whole episode on its own, so we're not going to sure, get into yeah. Literally a whole episode. I can talk yeah, we'll about, go, I we'll, could, you know, dog, I could talk about Star Wars all day. I could talk about Star Wars all day if I wanted to. I could not talk about Star Wars all day, but I could, I could just, you know, leech off of your conversation, and I could just chime in every now and then I like Star Wars Mm -hmm. but I will never like Star Wars the way I did when I was a kid I I guess I just what did you grow up with the original yeah I definitely watched the originals Uh and I I watched the prequels my dad you know both of our dads grew up in the same generation so they you know saw the movies Mm -hmm. the originals and but yeah and then we grew up watching the prequels I mean, you. We both watched the originals, but we grew up when the prequels came out. Correct. Yeah. So. I think I definitely, I definitely watched the prequels, like, more often than the original trilogy. 
Like, because we had the original trilogy on tape, so we watched it, like, every now and then. Mm-hmm. But, like, the prequels, I think, we just had, we watched them a lot. DVD. Yeah, we had, just, like, DVDs and stuff. And yeah. We had, like, all the games. Yeah. Like, Battlefront and Yeah, cetera, Battlefront 2, fantastic games. We literally just played it, like, a week ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still playing that game. Still playing Which Star Wars Battlefront 2. a testament two. to good game design. So good. Because still if, holds you, up. if you make a game 20 years ago mm-hmm. and people still play it, I think he did something right. It's so good. But It's better than the new ones by far. It's not even close. But why Why do you think you latched on to Star Wars as much as you did? I'm just... I just like nerdy stuff. And it's like the go-to nerdy thing. Right, but... And that's just, I just kind of fell into it. My dad liked it a lot. My, my brothers liked it. Yeah. It's just, okay. That's just how so it was kind of an environment thing for you. Like yeah, everybody totally. around you really likes Star mm-hmm. Wars. I literally so just really like Star Wars. Grew up with it. Yeah. Like, all my friends liked it, and it's just there it is. I watched all the shows and all the played all the games. Mm-hmm. Now here we are with the you know, Disney Star Wars. We'll talk about that another time. Yeah, but going into like why. I like Star Wars. Like, yeah, my friends like Star Wars, and I have like you. You really like Star Wars. Josh really likes Star Wars. Okay, let, let's get that. Let's get this clear. Let's just get this out of the way. I like George Lucas's Star Wars. <laughs> okay. I do not like Disney Star Wars. George Lucas. It's not great at writing dialogue. George Lucas, if you want to come on the podcast sometime, yeah, we'd be we'd love to have you. You know, we got we always have a seat right here in our wooden chairs. And we got a we got a whole seat right here for you, George. Yeah, we'll come on down. We're, we'll wait for you to call. Yeah, just but um, yeah, we're waiting. For, yeah, yeah. love to have you on. We uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of implied though. Like I don't know. Whenever I think of Star Wars, I'm never thinking of the new trilogy or anything like that. Yep. But I don't think many people do. I mean. I feel bad for the generation that's growing up with these these new ones. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I feel bad for them necessarily. Because I do. the movies aren't for us, and they don't know better. Like, the, yeah. the, that's what I was kind of getting to earlier, yeah. is that I liked Star Wars, and my friends really liked Star Wars, but I kind of craved something a little bit more grown up. Like, Star Wars... It's a fantastic series, and it has this fantastic world with this lore that is just you know, it can you can go as deep as you want with it, but for something surface level, it, like if you just watch the movies, they're made to capture the imagination mm-hmm. of a child, and yeah, they're very like the story the story doesn't like, go any uh, deeper than just like a western movie where yeah, it's like, fair. you know, there's a good there's a bad, and usually the good wins. I think there's. I think that's part of the reason why it's stuck around so long and why it's so important in our culture because it it came at a time when all like the space stuff was getting hot and it was just like a classic story good versus evil got the the girl in there yeah just it came at the perfect time and then like i moved on from star wars and i got really immersed in halo the game series yeah so like I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily more grown up but it is it is i mean and it something about just like being on the back foot like humanity is like fighting for their life fighting for survival mm-hmm. and then like i'm the super soldier that is the literal like i'm the one changing the fate of humanity John Master Chief. Yeah, that was something that just really captured me. And then, like on top of that, just like the cherry on top was just just amazing like story where it was like political intrigue and like backstabbing Mm -hmm. and like. Yeah, I really don't know a whole lot about the Halo games. I've played all of them at this point, but like I, I think I started with Reach. I think that was the first time I played a Halo game. It was Reach. And, yeah, I played the campaign in that. And I was like, this is awesome. I had played, like, Halo CE a little bit. Yeah. But that was just, like, the multiplayer and stuff. Yeah. With back and stuff. back when you could just throw Halo CE on a little disc, like, 
yeah, USB just, and plug it in. We and literally then just, just played it at school. Play it at school. Yeah, because the teacher didn't care. So we no. Just, Shout yeah. out to that, you know, St. George's High School. It was a, well, it's a terrible high school, dog. It's not great. It's not great, but yeah. It's it's great if you don't want to do anything, <laughs> but if you want to make something of yourself, do it on your own steam. Don't rely on St. George's High School. You know, I would, I went back eventually and played CE and two and three. Didn't play four. Didn't play five. I've played the bungee ones. Right. I have not touched the three four three ones. I think I played a little bit of the Halo Four mm-hmm. multiplayer, or maybe it was Halo Five. I don't even know at this point. But it's just not. I just I just couldn't get into it. I was never too into the Halo multiplayer scene. Like w- when it came to actually like doing just like getting online, playing like Slayer and stuff like that. That wasn't me. Slayer. I loved like look forward to it every day coming on from school just hopping on and getting on custom mm-hmm. just like all the racing maps yeah, it was, all the like zombie it was fantastic reach was like one of the few games that me and my brother were allowed to play and like shooter violent game type thing because you know my, you know uh, very strict house we'll yeah, put it that let's way let's just put it that way and uh it was split screen so we could play together. So we would get, I would get home from school, and we'd hop on split screen and just play, you know, with our friends and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun, and like, that was like the best gaming experience probably that I've ever had. Because we just, we would, everyone was just goofing around. Yeah, it was like that every, was literally every. That day. was the biggest appeal to it is that like, it wasn't competitive necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like it was just fun. Like yeah. it was, it was, it was literally. If you were to go outside and just stick around with your friends, that was what it was like to be on like a custom game in Halo. Yeah. It was literally just being with your friends, hanging out and dicking around. We would goof around in Forge mode for hours, like day after day. Like we would rush home from school to play Halo, and it was yeah, great times. Love SWAT. SWAT was so much fun. SWAT and infection. SWAT was the zombies. SWAT was the most fun I never want to have again. Because I hate SWAT now. I was nasty at it, bro. I was SWAT nasty. is what started my, like... I, I It's like... I started with SWAT. Mm-hmm. And then I went to CSGO. And CSGO is just this... This fucking tunnel. This, like, <laughs> you, you keep digging and digging... Hole. And you can't get out. And I finally did at one point, and I was so glad I made it to the other side because it was so taxing. I, I like we were good. Me and were my you? group of friends, we were nasty at CS:GO at one point. And then they did a rank reset, and everybody was out of the like, like mm-hmm. everybody had to restart. And we just we gave up. Gave up. And then along came Valorant. I. Don't know if I like Valorant or not. I used to when the game first came out, I was mopping. I was literally mopping up kids. I my my win loss like it the screen that you go on and it like shows your match summaries. It was all blue dog. I was all wins. I was MVP in most of them. Dang bro, it all came back. Yeah, and then riding a bike. It was amazing. And then now if I hop on Valorant, it's like. I get curb stomped. I literally cannot yeah. get anything done. And the maps in that game are terrible. But before I know, we <laughs> I don't know like anything about Valorant. Before really, we dive but... even more deeper into video games, I want to get your opinion on the UFOs that are, like all the alien information that's like been popping up. I haven't really heard a whole lot about it. I know that it's a thing. I think it's really funny cuz my my primary reaction to things is to just laugh like when i'm uncomfortable yeah so like i don't know man i think it's interesting because i swear that video has been on the internet for a few years now Mm -hmm. but now it's like coming up to the forefront i guess because they have a retired air or no not air force but um a navy aviator naval aviator 
he's talking about it. And it's real like this is government releasing the information for it and everything. So it's like it's the first time I don't know if it's the first time, but it's like the first time in my lifetime that the government is like backing up the information rather than some crackpot aliens but like what what would happen if aliens started invading what would you do what was like i don't know you know what's funny like if it was like full-scale invasion like mars attacks or something i don't know if you've seen mars attacks (laughs) a lot of little little aliens with guns and all that yeah no familiar and like I don't even know. That would be crazy. Hopefully, what it's like it a would, Star Trek what if, situation where they're just like, hey. They're just observing us. We're just checking on y'all. Yeah. We're just watching you because we're interested. Have a nice day. Wouldn't you feel like your dick is so small, though, if an alien race was just like, yeah, we're so much better than you guys? That is an interesting way of putting it, but I follow. Yes, I would feel like I have a small dick. We would feel so dumb. Like, I. Yeah, 100%. I, the thing about aliens, though, is that, like, that the idea of something out there that is bigger than us, in my head, I just think of, like, if there were an enemy like that, mm-hmm. would that unite the world? It's, it's you know? very possible. But at the same time, nothing, nothing it's highly unlikely. People, nothing unites people like tragedy. What if it's not, well, you know, like, what if... It was a peaceful alien civilization. Would, would that not? Would, like, because, like, what would happen in a world where aliens made contact with us, but we didn't unite? Because, like, obviously, if aliens show up, you know, there's still going to be Christians. Mm-hmm. There's still going to be Muslims. There's still going to be... I don't think there's anything in the Bible that says they're aren't aliens it doesn't say anything to say that right are aliens but it doesn't say there is not aliens. but on this planet we have this culture of if they're not us they're not you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. so like you know what is, what are the chinese gonna do it would shake everything compared up, to the for sure like everything would be different after that who would like, they talk to as well you know? like, like all the space stuff, I'm sure that would kick it into high gear. Like Elon, NASA, and all that stuff. For sure. I'm sure you'd be seeing a lot more money into that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it, it all depends on like if the aliens are nice or not. <laughs> if they're nice, if they give us little gifts. Mm-hmm. What if what if the aliens came down and we were they were like, we need like, we need you to sacrifice one person. Just one. Yeah. What would happen? What do you think would happen? Probably just. Some hobo. Do you think they would? What, do you think they'd take a hobo, or do you think they'd take a prisoner, or do you think they'd take volunteers, or something like that? Oh, there would be tons of people wanting to volunteer, hundred percent. You know what? There'd be a bunch of people that'd be like, "Take me." I think, like, if they were like, "We need a sacrifice." If yep. somebody volunteered, I think the world would be like. I think there'd be like an insurance thing, like because you volunteered, we're gonna insure your family. For your death, like we're gonna give him like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. Is your wife, is your life worth I mean, a million bucks? In America, that would probably happen. In like Russia or something, they probably just start throwing people at him. Well, I mean, in Russia, they China. throw people into gulags and let them mm-hmm. get tuberculosis yeah, we're and starting die. With the, we're starting with the criminals for sure, like life sentences type people. Death row inmates. Yep. yep. But then that you know. that. Because you know, there's a whole there's a, the whole thing with like abolishing death row and the capital punishment. Yeah, Why? The, because some people. All right, because all right, we're about think, to get a little political up in here. Well, people believe that it's inhumane to kill somebody, even if they committed a crime that the state term like the state deems worthy of capital punishment. Whether that's right or not, I have no like. I'm not gonna say that you know because it it, you know an eye for an eye makes the world go blind but Mm -hmm. at the same time i can't imagine like if i sent my child my theoretical you know because i don't have children but obviously if i sent like my toddler out to preschool 
and then somebody kidnapped, raped, and murdered my child, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would definitely want to kill that son of a bitch. Yeah, and that is a completely rational thought. Yeah. And so who's somebody to tell me that that's wrong if that were to happen to me? So I can't say that it's wrong. I think if you do something that's like, just like, okay, it's so, it's so terrible where you're, you're clearly, it's just like you, you no longer have a place in society. Like there's no like, just like there's no forgiving you. Like if you just kill someone in cold blood, we don't need you. We don't need you. We don't need you on this planet. You're not contributing. it's It's not even necessary that it's like society doesn't need them. It's just that. It's like an equal exchange in a way. Like if somebody murders somebody, and that—that's the thing too. It's like, how, why? Like why did they murder them? Is—is is there some kind of way that we can reform this person, or is this person yeah. a psychopath? Yeah, there's there's always murder- there's like, always black and white. There's never just a clear answer. But there there it's, there it's, is it, some. Every act. case is different, and there's always a gray area, and it's never gonna be just like. Yeah, clean cut. There, there needs to be like some blanket rules on some stuff where it's like you do X, Y, Z, you're kaputs, you're donezo. What do you think about the Texas pistol? You know, that's a pistol state. You don't need anything to carry a pistol anymore. You don't need a concealed carry. I, I haven't researched any of it, so I can't say. But from what my dad said when I was on the phone. He said that you don't need any permits, or you can just carry. Well, Texas is wild. Let's get that. Well, out of the way. I just I remember you. Texas does whatever the hell they want. I remember to do your dad saying like, it stuck out to me because he was he was right. You know, we had it. We had a period in time where everybody carried a pistol back yeah. in the wild west, and mm-hmm. it didn't work. It just it doesn't work. It doesn't belong in today's society. There is no reason that an eighteen-year-old should be able to go to a store. Well, 18-year-olds can't buy a pistol. A rifle. Buy a rifle. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going for. I know I know things. I know some things. There's no reason an 18-year-old should be able to walk over to the store, buy a rifle, and just go to the mall. Just carry it around fully loaded. Just carry carry it around in the mall. Just just like no big deal. Yeah. That's just not... That's, uh, why is that a thing? Why is that a thing? I just... I don't... I don't see the need for it. You're not going to use it for like personal defense or anything. You're literally just using it to scare people because it's so, it's not, it's just not a thing in our society. Back in the day, yeah, everyone carrying around guns and rifles and stuff, but that it does, doesn't belong in today's society. I'm all for concealed carrying. That is totally fine. I've seen so many videos of people being saved because, you know, there's bystanders that were concealed carrying. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And it is not easy to get a concealed carry license. Right. It is not easy. So, like, people that want to conceal carry, they need to be, like... They need to know what they're they doing. They need to know what they're doing. And they need they need to be of sound mind mm-hmm. in order to be able to just carry a loaded firearm. Yeah, I think, I think open carry, just in general, pistols, rifles, anything, that it just doesn't... We don't need it anymore. As a, in, at this place in 2021, we don't need it at all. Yeah, and I, I agree. I mean, I have a gun. Mm-hmm. I, I like guns. I like to shoot guns. I as well. I will never carry my gun out in public. Yeah. I will never not carry my rifle out of its bag unless I'm on the range. You know? Mm-hmm. Or, like... And... I do you do you think like what what in your mind do you think could somebody do to mitigate like gun crime? Well, I was raised in a household where my father is a police officer or he was he's retired now. And so I was raised around guns, and like it's just commonplace. You were taught. Yeah, I was. I was taught how to use a gun at a young age: pistol, rifle, shotgun. So like I know, I know what I'm doing. I know like the, the etiquette and. And it's also, 
important to note that the weapons were always locked up. They yeah. weren't just you couldn't reach on top of the you know mm-hmm. fridge and grab your handgun. It was in a safe. Yeah, all and the ammo was locked up. Ammo was kept somewhere else as well, right? He, my dad, my dad was a firearms instructor. instructor at one point, so he knows what he's doing. He knows how to, you know, use guns safely, and there's there's just like no problem. I don't think we've ever had a problem. And uh, not with a gun, but with a bow. Oh, that's that's uh, a story for another time, story. though. <laughs> Shout out to my boy Josh. He'll be he'll be on either the next podcast or just one coming up. But yeah, Look forward just, to him. Jiggy Joshy added on Instagram. So so I'm raised around guns. I know how to use guns. Pretty good. I'm pretty you know, I'm pretty good at shooting. I'm not gonna the shotguns are my best, but pistols, rifles, I got that. So I I didn't think like I heard, you know, gun control. Ah, I was like, no, we don't want gun control. But yeah, then I then I did some research on it. I think I did a school paper about gun control, thinking that I was gonna be like, ah, oh, gun control is stupid. Ah, oh, the Democrats are trying to steal our guns. Ah, but then I was like, wait a minute. Anybody can just go and buy a gun and just carry it around when they're eighteen. What? Yeah, you're not even. You know, when you're 18, you you're, ba- you're, you're either in high school or you just got out of high school. Uh-huh. And it's so, that's, you're not an adult yet. Even though yeah. that's the legal age to where you become an adult, you're not growing up. And then there's the whole debate where it's like, oh, well, they're in the military. They're shooting people in yeah, the military but, at 18. And that, that thing as well, you know, you can, you can enlist when you're 18, but mm. you can't even drink. You know, yeah, you can enlist when you're 18, but you can't even get a rental that's car. That's a whole another thing, too. Yeah. But I enlisted when I was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so like, yeah, I think gun control definitely needs an update Isn't for sure. Crazy? I enlisted when I was 19 years old, and I was older than more than half the people I was with, I was bunking with. They're all 18, they're all 18 or 17. Yeah. I think it's a lot of like high school kids. It is. It's a lot doing. of high school mm-hmm. kids that didn't have a plan or they, I don't know. I, I didn't have a plan when I joined. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like college. And here I am in college. <laughs> Funny how things work. I don't have a plan either, so. I don't know what anyone's doing. No well, one knows what they're doing. Yeah, and that is terrifying, but also comforting at the same and that's time. That's okay. That's okay that you don't have a plan. <laughs> no one knows what they're doing. Yeah, but, you know, maybe try to figure it out. Yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> doesn't mean you shouldn't work on it. I'm just saying. Nobody knows what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, as long as you take every day one step at a time. Yes, sir. But you work a little bit and you try to make yourself a little bit better. Yes, sir. Every day. Then I think you're doing Preach. a good job. Preach. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. If I, if I make one person smile mm-hmm. once a day and then I die a poor man and I think I would have lived a pretty successful mm-hmm. life yeah everyone just, you know, just gotta help each other out man just be nice just be a good person don't litter do you think don't shoot up a Chuck E. Cheese just be nice I don't think Charles Cheddar Cheese would allow that's not his name <laughs> it's Charles I don't know it's Charles yeah Charles, I think his actual name is Charles Entertainment Cheese or something like that. I don't like that at all. I wish you hadn't told me that. It's not like you're going to Chuck E. Cheese anytime soon, dog. I know I'm not, but I don't like knowing that. You know when the last time I went to Chuck E. Cheese's was? Like two years ago. Explain. Yeah. Explain. I won't. And that's where we'll end this this week's podcast. I don't think so. Why are you going to Chuck E. Cheese's, Jake? (laughs) We next week we're gonna talk about. I'm gonna talk about Chuck E. Cheese next week, <laughs> everyone. Stay tuned. Talk about the pizza leftover theory at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. So I think everybody did because it was like a while ago. Yeah. But we're gonna talk about digital footprints, I think, and what you want to leave on the internet. Like, what mark would you like to leave? 
among other things. But thanks for listening to our first episode. And if yeah. you like it, maybe look us up, subscribe, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see you next time. The hopefully. best chicken sandwich is the Popeye's sandwich with Chick-fil-A sauce on it. That is all I have to say. Good night. <laughs> Take care, everybody.